I must say that there are so many good things to be grateful for right now. Like, I just, you know, I could spend all day long. I could. I could spend all day long listing them. And it would just be such an amazing thing to get to do. Um, it just makes me think of this like wealth of abundance feeling that I had. Interestingly enough, right after I had my miscarriage, my second baby, I think it was after my first. So I had my first child and then I had two miscarriages. So it was the second miscarriage. The first time I had a miscarriage, I was just completely a wreck, right? Like, like, you know, thoughtfully so, of course, right? Like it was just the first time I'd ever experienced anything of that level of like grief and confusion and you know, those kinds of things. Second time I had my miscarriage, I had already gone through it before. So I kind of knew what to expect. Okay, I understand this is how my body is gonna feel and you know, all these things. So I at least physically like knew, okay, this is how it's gonna feel, okay. But still there was that lingering of course, that is constant with every time anything like this happens, where it's this that lingering feeling of like dead energy kind of feeling, right? Like feeling like stuck in this place of constant death kind of feeling, right? And thankfully at the time it was like a New Year's day-ish kind of time. So it was like um, there was somebody that was putting on like a you know, New Year's Day yoga thing, 365 sun salutations in one class kind of thing. And and because I'm kind of a restless person in general, and because I had already done yoga in the past and I was kind of like a yoga teacher, not kind of, I was, I am, um, it just made sense. I was like, I need to go. I need to go and do that. I need to focus on something else to help me process all of these emotions and these feelings and everything. And so I did. It sounds a little intense, right? It's kind of like saying, let's go do 400 push-ups in 60 minutes, right? <laughs> like, um, but it was one of those things I just felt like I needed. I needed a boot camp. I needed something to just kind of help me process all of this pent-up energy that just felt so stagnant and like it wasn't going anywhere. It was just staying in the same dead place, right? And so I did. I went to it and it was just so lovely. Just just that feeling of of just doing something very productive and good, but all at the same time, deeply breathing through all of it and, you know, and just allowing for myself to go through the motions of something that was just so deeply helpful for me, right? And so, yeah, I guess I just like, I'm doing a little flashback of that moment because I'm just feeling this like overabundant feeling of like, similar to how I felt after that class, just this feeling of like, I can't believe I got to do that, right? Like, how, I can't believe I got to do that. Like, it felt like I had been running for like an hour, right? But better, right? Because when I do yoga, it's not really like it, it makes me run out of breath and, and feel like, oh, like I'm gonna be in pain after this or whatever. No, it's like, it's such a balancing experience that is just so, so helpful, right? So, yeah. So that's how I feel and I feel like I feel that similar feeling right now that that sense of like feeling like I'm walking on a path that's trying to be as helpful as possible right in like the striving sense but in the actuality actualizing sense as well like I just feel like there's so many good things that are actualizing right 
whether it was the yoga class that I got to do recently, just this morning and a few hours ago, just, just settling in to what it is that I have to offer to people. Like it just, it gives me like these goosebumps and like this like trickle of, well, I don't know, like this geyser of joy that's just like bursting to the surface that's like in my heart. And I just love, I love that feeling of feeling like I have something to give. And I'm so glad that I have people that are ready to receive it, right? And, and that it can be such a win-win, right? Um, one of the, my favorite quotes from a singer, artist, person, Alex Boyer, is um, our talents are not for ourselves, for, they're for others, right? And so there's something about that quote that just hits me every time, right? Whenever I'm in this place of like, oh, I have something to give. So that means like, it's it's time to do it, right? And and it's time for me to, to share it and, um, and it's time for me to find other people to share it with. And, you know, it used to be that I would just kind of get in this phase of back talking or um, like, like kind of spiraling backwards in some ways. And I would kind of get into those places where it's like, oh, no, 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 I don't have anything to give, right? I really don't have anything to give of value. I guess this is what a lot of people call this imposter syndrome, right? This idea that like, oh, well, like, you know, I, I might think I have something, but really it's not really of great worth and it's not really going to make a difference or, you know, things like that. But it's been really cool to kind of process through a lot of those past ways and and feelings of doing life and just kind of stand up and say no that like enough is enough we already know what no looks like we already know what it looks like to not be helping people right to to pretend i don't have any talents and to um to just kind of hide it right rather than actually putting it on a hill so that you know i just love that quote Ye are the light of the world, a city that is set on a hill, cannot be hid. Yet let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I just think that is like, I could do a podcast on that quote every day of my life and I don't think I'd be done talking about it because it just brings me so much delight and joy to think that our talents are here for others, right? Like they aren't there for us to just kind of hide and keep to ourselves. You know, they really are there so that we can be any kind of instrument for spreading good and kindness and love and cheer and, you know, all of this kind of good energy anywhere that it can funnel into, right? Anywhere that's ready and has put out their rain barrels, ready to receive that that abundance, right? So yeah, so that has been fun. It's been fun to be teaching my classes recently. I'm always teaching my classes with the mindset of like, I want to do this at a retreat one day, right? Like, but like lately, because the retreat is just around the corner, just like two months away, it's been really, really nice to just kind of settle in even more and be like, oh, I just can't wait to do, you know, this pose and this breathing and this, you know, this visualization and this meditation. And, you know, it was just really sweet to hear from one of my students today, just her perspective of how she felt like the way that I teach yoga is really instructive for her, right? You know, the, the small nuances of how I, you know, help 
bring in the reminders of like, you know, dropping the shoulders away from the ears or, you know, allowing for the, the shoulder blades to settle into the back and, you know, drawing the belly button to the spine and, you know, and, and just allowing for that like elongation as like we're reaching, right? And it's been really fun to just start incorporating this whole idea that like, you know, especially because I just taught the sister missionaries and, and just like after our little chat, after it was just fun to, to hear of some of the visualization they had, right? With some of the poses where, you know, we're, we're lengthening and reaching upward, right? And we're reaching our hands upward and we could just keep it at that in the physical realm, right? But because I'm talking with people that, that love to bring it to the next level, of course, it was just such a beautiful transition to be like, what if like when we're reaching, it's as if like we're reaching towards Christ's hands kind of thing. And he's pulling us up kind of thing. And I was like, oh goodness, that just brings it to a whole other level. And thank you so much for sharing that insight, right? Like it just, see, that's what I think about, right? Like there's, there's a lot of things out there right now that talk about, oh, I'm a Christian, so I can't practice yoga, right? And, and I'm just like, I just have my heart full of compassion because it's like, yeah, I can understand how someone could have that perspective, right? Especially if they maybe felt betrayed at some point or another in feeling like, you know, they were going into a situation, but they really didn't get what they were hoping for, you know? And then feeling like, oh, like that means that I just shouldn't be doing yoga anymore, right? Like, and whereas for me, I've never felt that, right? I am absolutely a believer of Christ and I am absolutely a person that feels like my yoga practice draws me closer to Christ more than a lot of activities do, right? Um, there's, there's only a few select things in my life that bring me closer to Christ than yoga, right? Like, but there's not a lot, right? Like there's only a few things in this world that, that do that for me. And I'm grateful that yoga to Christ for me is one of the, one of the top five, right? And I feel so blessed to have that kind of experience and knowledge and, you know, development that I'm so excited to keep, keep growing so that I can like package it, you know, of course, in my upcoming retreat to be able to share with people so that they can feel invigorated by that beautiful light of his healing strength, right? Um, because like, that's what I think about. It's like, if I'm gonna give the best gifts that I have to give to people, it's always gonna be, you know, something that has been passed to me that's for me to pass on, right? It's, it's standing in the river of God's love and passing it on, right? So I just love, I love doing that.